of course I went out way too fast, have no idea how to run a race at that point, and was thinking, wow, this is great. I'm passing people at the beginning. So I burned myself out. Dizman's Radio, episode 886, starts in three, two, Welcome back to Diz Runs Radio, where I talk with runners from all corners of the running world about running, life, and everything in between. I'm your host, Denny Cray, and it's just about time to head out the door for an easy run and a great conversation. So if you're ready, then I'm ready. Let's get started. Hey guys, uh, real quick before we dive into today's episode of the show, I am the sponsor today. More, more appropriately, my coaching services are the sponsor. Is the sponsor? Is the sponsor today? Let me get my let me get my words straight for a change. Uh, but yes, if if you are in the market for a coach at uh, any any type of level as far as commitment goes, you know, you, you, you maybe got a, a, a 2021 race that looks like it's maybe still going to happen, and you want to get uh, you know a training plan for that race. We got you covered. Uh, want a little something longer term? Uh, I mean, not not that it's a longer term, but kind of going month to month for for more than just one race. Kind of maybe looking at getting some help, getting some guidance, uh, getting the the task, the chore sometimes of figuring out what to do, when to do it, how far to go, things like that. You want to get that off your plate? We got spots in the coterie and at the one to one level that are also available. Um, there's no long-term commitments there. I mean, it's literally, you know, you pay month to month and uh, you can, you can cancel at any time. Um, and if, if neither of neither, none of those options are the right one for you, maybe you just need a, a call. Maybe you just need to, to talk it through a little bit, uh, kind of get a, a direction and then you can be off to the races on your own and, you know, kind of consult on the phone as needed. We got calls available too. Uh, so if, if any of those options sound like they might be what you need, you know, as we're kind of wrapping up or at least not completely wrapping up just yet, but we're getting to that point of starting to, to wind down a little bit in 2020, hopefully putting this year behind us and, and having some things return to whatever the new normal is going to look like into 2021 with, with races and, and things of that nature. Um, you know, now's a good time to get started on that, or at least now is a time. I guess there's, there's always, whenever, whenever the time is right is a good time. Now is a time that maybe might be right for you. If it is, and you think that I might be useful to you in that regard, check out disruns.com slash coaching for all of the information there. Uh, some things are changing. So, you know, the, the, the main highlights are going to be accurate on the website. Website's working on being updated, uh, kind of transitioning over to a new platform, a better platform. So things are getting better. Things are improving on the coaching front. And if you want to be part of that going forward, would love to, uh, to have that opportunity to work with you. So check it out, disruns.com slash coaching for all the options at each of the levels. And if you have any questions, of course, just let me know. And now, without any further ado, let's go ahead and dive in to today's episode of the show. Hey guys, uh, my guest today is someone that uh, has been fairly active in the Facebook group uh, over the past uh, couple few years. So uh, his name might be a little bit familiar to you, uh, to some of you at least, that are you know also actively involved in the in the Facebook group. And if you've seen the you've seen the print, the, the spelling of his name, you're, you're probably uh, oh yeah, I recognize that name because it uh, certainly stands out as we'll get to in just a second. But um, honestly, you know, from where I sit, outside of what he's kind of shared in the Facebook group, he's someone that I I don't know a whole lot else about, which is kind of exciting for me to kind of you know sometimes come into these. I used to be nervous to come into an interview and not have a whole lot of questions or things to talk about. And now I'm just like, Hey, we're going to figure this out. And that's uh, what I'm looking forward to do. So, uh, without any further ado, it's a pleasure to be able to welcome Mr. Jerry Prizwara to the show. Uh, thanks for joining us today, Jerry. Appreciate it. Oh, morning, Jenny. Thank you. My pleasure. Glad to be here. 
Yeah, and uh, guys, if you want to connect with Jerry, um, probably Instagram, Strava, probably probably some of the best places. Although obviously Facebook as well, you can see him in the Facebook group and, and be friends request there. Um, and uh, like I said, the, the last name is a little bit tricky, that, but the handle for both Instagram and Strava, it's just his, it's just his name, which should be simple. But uh, as we were talking about before we started here, we got the uh, the Polish heritage going on here, and, and you know, throw a bunch of letters at the wall and see what sticks, and that's what that's what you call yourself. But Jerry, pretty self explanatory. J E R R Y Przwara, P R Z Y W A R A. Good luck with that. We'll have it linked up in the show notes as, as always. Uh, Dizruns.com slash 886 is your link to get back to the show notes today for all, all of the things that you usually find there, including links and, and all that kind of good stuff. Dizruns.com slash 886. So, uh, Jerry, you know, as I've said it the last few times talking to folks that have, have been listening to the show for a while, um, I don't need to do the whole big lead in of like, this is how we always start the episode because you know this is how we always start the episode. So let's just tee it high, let it fly. What is your favorite distance to race and why? Well, yeah, I've been thinking about this one for a while now, Denny. Um, and, and interestingly enough, my answer would have been different had we uh, had this chat uh, two years ago. Two years ago, um, I would have said 5K because that's all I raced was the 5K. I, I did not run much further than that um, at all, even in training. Um, but now um, I've extended my training and I would say the half marathon is by far my favorite distance to race. And the reason is, is like many others have said um, that you've asked this question too, is that the, the distance is enough of a challenge, but yet the training is not as time consuming as it is for the, the longer distances like marathons and ultras. Um, it's just, it's in that sweet spot for me. And I, I, I absolutely, um, Love the half. Unfortunately, um, I've only run three of them. So I, as I mentioned two years ago, that's that's when I ran my first half. And with COVID and 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 no live races now, um, you know, lost out on opportunities to to run a couple, um, two or three of them this year as well. But uh, half marathon for me is I'm I'm hooked. Yeah, it's it's definitely a good distance. And uh, as as I've said when I've gotten asked this question, because you know it's something that people throw back at me a bunch of times. Um, the half marathon is, is, it, it is a great distance. Like it's, it's, it's a great challenge. Um, for me, it's, it's a, it's a comfortable, like not comfortable challenge, but it's one of those where like, I'm confident I can go out there and push pretty hard and have a good, a good result. Um, versus, you know, the marathon, like the 5k, I mean, everybody, I always talk about that, of course. Um, like I, I know I can go out there and do it, but boy, it's going to be, it's going to just be, be misery the whole time The the marathon, like I'm still kind of like, ah, you know, like I like it, but Boy, it's it's there's so much un- unknown when you go that far, but the half marathon it is it is a sweet spot as a lot of folks have said and, and you're echoing and I, uh, I I certainly agree with that as well. So, um, you know, like you said, you know, a couple years ago, just just running five k's and until you finally dipped your toes into the half marathon uh, waters. But but rewind the clock even farther than that. What was when did you get started in running? Is it something that uh, was kind of still new? You know, just a couple years ago, or had you been been in that kind of five k ish distance for a while? Or what was what was your kind of launching off point in the sport? Well, running is actually new to me. Um, to take the story back, really, uh, to, to, to give you the full picture, is um, a, as a kid in school, running wasn't – I didn't view running as a sport. It was – I played sports, um, and running was something you did to get in shape for a sport or something you did to stay in shape or to, um, uh, to increase your fitness level or as a punishment because you did something wrong and the coach made you run a lap. Um, and so I never really looked at running as, as a sport in and of itself. I was actually pretty good at it. 
Um, but it, my focus was really more on basketball, football, baseball, mm-hmm. hockey, you know, the, the, the four major sports, if you will. And, um, it, it, you know, obviously once you, once you get out of high school, you know, I didn't go the professional route in any of those <laughs> sports, obviously. <laughs> and <clears throat> so, you know, life, life starts happening. Um, I started to gain weight, um, started to not pay attention to what I ate. Um, I gained a, um, a fair amount of weight. I was up to, I was probably would have put, probably would have reached 300 pounds at some point had I not, um, uh, changed my lifestyle mm-hmm. and, and turned things around. Uh, roughly seven years ago for Christmas, my wife got me a Fitbit. And that really is what changed my life and, and turned things around for me. I'm, I'm very much into, um, some people would say anal, but I'm very much into <laughs> tracking things, um, creating lists and checking them off when, you know, to do lists and things like that. But what the Fitbit did for me was it really, it gave me that awareness of how much I was eating, how much I wasn't doing, um, and I started to lose some weight and I'd gone through periods before that where you might start working out, losing some weight or, or getting into shape, if you will, uh, for a couple weeks and then you'd revert back to your old right. habits. But this really kept me on track because what I would put into the, to the Fitbit app and see the amount of calories I was eating and the amount of, of, of basically crap that I was eating mm-hmm. Um, and the lack of activity I had, how much it really um, impacted me and, and how it got me to where I was at that point. So it really brought that to focus for me, changed my life, started to lose some weight, stayed on it, developed some really good habits. And my running at that point consisted of um, being on a treadmill because mm-hmm. most of my workouts would be walking on a treadmill and I would run for a minute. And then maybe next time I would run for two minutes and then I got up to five minutes and then 10 and, you know, and, and as that continued to snowball and, and continue to work in a positive way and I lost more weight and I felt better about myself and I could see the, you know, on my app, I could see the progress and I could see the progress on the scale and I could see the progress with my um, clothes not being as tight. Started to run a little more, a little more Then it was, I could run a mile on the treadmill mm-hmm. and you know, you just, it continued and continued. It wasn't until about a year and a half after that, where I actually started to move outside and run. And I signed up for, which at the time was my first 5k race. And it was our local town school, um, fundraiser. Mm-hmm. And at that point I had not yet run 3.1 miles. And my goal was to, completely run and finish that race. And I wanted to do it in less than 30 minutes. That was my goal. And I really did not even know at that point if I could do it. And actually the week before the race was the first time I ever ran three miles without stopping outside. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay, I can do this now. I did it a week before. Here we go. And I was worried that I was going to be too burnt out from doing that. So my son who was 16 at the time. He decided, I'm gonna, I'm gonna run it too. It's like, okay. <laughs> He's not been training. Mm-hmm. 
I'm worried about that. I'm like, okay, if you need to walk, I I'm running this for me. I need to run the whole entire 5k myself. He was fine with it. I'm just going to run in the race. Great. So I'm worried about him. If you need to walk, make sure you step over to the side. You know, I'm, I'm concerned that he's going to cause problems at a local Mm -hmm. uh, 5k. Right. So we get uh, about uh, two miles into the race. And of course there's a hill. And I'm dying. It's, <laughs> you know, it's, it, the, of course, I went out way too fast. Mm-hmm. have no idea how to run a race at that point. And was thinking, wow, this is great. I'm passing people at the beginning. So I burned myself out. We start running up a hill. And this hill, it, it felt like it was, you know, the, the, the biggest mountain I've ever, <laughs> I've ever run up. Right. <laughs> Finally get through that. We're about, uh, and when I say we, it was just me. I'm about... Uh, quarter of a mile from the finish and all of a sudden there's this tap on my shoulder and i i kind of i'm out of it i turn and it's it's my son hi dad and he goes buzzing (laughs) i'm like what the heck so yeah 16 years old no training he flies past me beats me i'm you know again i'm so worried about him and whether or not he's gonna be able to run the whole thing Mm -hmm. i've been training now for you know working up to this uh, race for for weeks months actually at that time and um you know did finish the race i did finish it under my goal um at that point he um his his math teacher was there as i said it was a it was a charity mm-hmm. um fundraiser for the school district and his math teacher was there who was one of the cross country coaches so of course she sees him there we're talking she kind of plants the seed for him to run cross country. He decides he was going to try out. So he got into cross country, mm-hmm. um, ran that his last two years of, of high school, his junior and senior year. Absolutely loved it. Going to meet, it got me more into right. running. Um, started running more and more races and 5Ks. Again, at that point, I was probably – uh, 40 pounds of weight loss in that year and a half at that point. Mm-hmm. So I was still heavier, you know, uh, about 30 pounds heavier than I am today. Um, it just continued from there, fell in love with it, started running 5k after 5k after 5k. Yeah. Um, it just, it just was something that it, it just kept, it just kept snowballing. And again, the, the, the weight continued to come off. The times kept coming down, mm-hmm. started placing, um, getting a, a, you know, top three in an age group and getting mm-hmm. an award. And it's like, wow, this is cool. And again, as a kid, I'm playing sports. I'm very competitive. So this is just like, wow, this is great. I want to sign up for another one. Right. And it just continued to evolve from that um, to the point where I, I was really, I, I started to increase my mileage um, really for improving my 5k time. Mm -hmm. And that was really my only focus at that point was just getting faster and and running more and more 5k's absolutely loved it. And and he said, my son got into cross country as a result of it and getting around that those cross country races in the fall, it just fueled that even more. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I feel like we we all know 
uh, at least you know can can remember back you know back in the day when there were races, right? And and you, just the, the feeling that you get when you go to a race, whether it's a, a big a big city, you know, thousands of people thing, or or you know the local even the the local school district race where there's you know maybe fifty or a hundred people at the most, but it's it's that level of excitement. And sure, sure, you know, go to the, go to the cross country meets where you got a bunch of different schools there and uh, parents and and kids and every like it's it's easy to see how it gets. Uh, gets infectious and uh um you know and and like me i I feel like our stories there's a lot of of parallel here of playing other sports and running is a thing that you do to be ready for other sports and also as as adults being able to scratch that competitive itch a little bit and still kind of feel like like hey like like you know like this is something more than just you know something that i do by myself but like like you know i mean i'm obviously for me at least i'm competing against myself but it's it's the environment that you just can't get from other sports even if you're in a you know rec league basketball or whatever like it's not quite the same at least to me i don't think it quite scratches scratches the same itch so um speaking of itches getting scratched when did you decide to to you know you're you're running longer distances to try to improve your 5k time which is something that not a lot of people um and especially when, when they're still kind of newer to the sport, kind of figure out that, that there's a, a link there. Uh, but when did you decide to, to push the, the limits a little bit farther with some of the, the longer distance races, you know, dipping into half marathons or 10 Ks or, or kind of start climbing that ladder a little bit? Well, actually, you know, as you mentioned in, in the, that it's that it was that itch and the, the, the longer distances I was running again was, was relative. It was, mm-hmm. um, on, on my long run on a Saturday might be four or five, maybe six miles. Mm-hmm. It wasn't to that point yet where it really started to kick in where it really, um, where the seed was planted actually was I was in to see my doctor for a physical and my doctor is, is right around my age. And so <clears throat> we have a lot in common. I've been going to him for years mm-hmm. and, Obviously, with uh, the weight loss that I had at the time, topic of conversation when you're in for a physical, and he's, you know, we were we were chatting about my running, and so he started sharing with me how he did a half marathon, but somehow he screwed up in his scheduling, and he ran a tough mutter the day before the half marathon. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a schedule mishap right there for sure. Yes, and and so he said, you know, he was he was sharing with me the you know the the pain of the half marathon after doing a tough mutter and and but you know he made it through and mm-hmm. he made it through alive, and so that I started to think about that after, and I'm like, well, wait a second, if he can run a half after doing a tough mutter, and I'm starting to get around six. Miles, I think at that time was probably the longest I'd run. I'm like, I, I, th- there, there's something here. Mm-hmm. And so that's when I started to even stretch that six to eight. And there's just something about that looking so forward to that long run on, on, and I do my long runs on Saturday. There's so much something to be said about looking forward to, I, I, gosh, I can't wait mm-hmm. till Saturday because I did eight. I'm going to, I'm going to shoot for nine this Saturday. If I can do nine, I can do 10. Right. And then you get to the, to the 10 and, and it just continued to build. And there was, I, there was such, um, a great feeling after finishing that long run on Saturday. And then again, you know, me and, and having it documented in the, on the list, mm-hmm. looking at that, looking at the Strava and saying, Oh, wow. You just did, you know, 10 miles. Wow. I've never run 10 miles before. I can't believe I did it. That just continued to build. You put that with 
while my doctor ran a half marathon after a Tough Mudder, I can do this. And then that's when I decided to take the plunge into into the half marathon. Um, I actually emailed you um, back then um, about the half marathon because I had a choice. I live outside of Detroit, so from your home state, mm-hmm. and we started looking as as the as the um, races were starting to come up for fall. There was a half marathon on Mackinac Island, mm-hmm. and I thought, oh, that that'd be kind of cool. And my wife and I had never stayed on Mackinac Island. We'd been to Mackinac Island, but we never stayed the night. I'm like that'd be kind of cool. As you run a half marathon on an island, stay there kind of check off two things with one stone, mm-hmm. uh, two birds with one stone. So, okay. So I'm looking at that. Well, then I you know, start seeing about the Detroit international half marathon. Right. I'm like, well, this is really cool. You run over the bridge into Canada and then you run back through the tunnel. Well, the, the, the Detroit half marathon, oh, that sounded really cool. Well, that was the weekend before the, the Mackinac half and so that's when I started. Thinking, well, maybe I could do both. Mm-hmm. You know, of course, because you know. <laughs> right. Because why not? If you're going to do one, if you're going to do your first one, you might as well do your second one seven days later. Exactly. It makes perfect sense. And I actually, I, I, I emailed you, and you you gave me, you know, your your two cents, and made a lot of sense. Um, which was, you, you thought about the Mackinac one. You can do the other one next year. Hey, mm-hmm. okay. Why didn't I think of that? Um, so that's how I, that's, that's how I ended up doing the, the Mackinac signing and I committed to that one and went up and we stayed up there and, and it was, you know, it's like the last weekend of October. So as you know, Northern Michigan, late October, it can be a little sketchy, mm-hmm. um, a little bit, uh, cold and rainy day, windy. Um, it was a, uh, it was a meat grinder. Mm-hmm. Uh, as you know, uh, I, I assume you've been to Mackinac Island. Um, but it's, the, in, the exterior of the island or the outside of the island, flat as can be mm-hmm. along the outside, you start getting into the island and it's all hills. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, it was, uh, it was very challenging. Unfortunately, I, I, I missed my goal. I wanted to, to break the two hour uh, mark. I missed it by a minute and like 32 seconds or something like that. Um, but after that feeling of accomplishment and well, I, just, I just ran a half marathon. Mm-hmm this is, this is crazy. How, how did, how did I get from 270 pounds to not being able to run a minute on a treadmill to being able to run a half marathon, um, five years later? Yeah. It's crazy. But, but that's, that's, it just, it just continued to, to, to snowball and, Mm. and, and build on that. And, I can't wait for, for races to come back and, and get back into doing, um, to doing them again with, with groups of people, uh, mm-hmm. versus going out and running them on your own. I, I enjoy that. But the, the, the race day, as you mentioned earlier, it's just, there, there's, there's nothing like that. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, it's, it's, you mentioned, you know, how do I, how do I go from where, where you were, you know, five years prior to that race or six years prior to that race to, to that, you know, to, to being able to run a half marathon and, um, and, 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 I think that's something that, that probably a lot of us can, can relate to a little bit, you know, like there's not too many of us that have been running since, uh, you know, like, like distance running since we came out of the womb. Right. So like there, we can all kind of remember a little bit back to when, when running a mile was a big deal or running a half mile was a big deal, but what running one minute on the treadmill was a big deal. And, and to get to where we are today, um, you know, whether that was took, you know, three years, five years, 10 years, whatever, whatever the timeline, um, 
you know, I think sometimes it's it's easy to kind of gloss over um, or or to lose sight of of the process and how you know it it it, it takes some time and, and part of it is is building the fitness, part of it is learning some some lessons or kind of you know figuring out how to do things and what works best for for each person. Um, but but I guess the point I'm trying to make and and probably from your 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 data and your your writing everything down and tracking everything. Um, you know, if, if you went back and really looked at it, you can kind of see that, that, that there's, there's just a progression, right? Just like anything, like, like it's one day at a time, one run at a time. Um, and you put, you know, five years of those together and you know, you're down 70, 80 pounds. You're, you're probably, you know, probably, I would imagine we don't need to get into all the details, but I imagine they like all your vitals and all your, your metrics that the, the doctor measures and things like that. They're better than they were a decade ago. Like, and it's just, it's, it's not something that happens overnight. And so, you know, it's, it's just that, that little bit of perspective that like, yeah, the, the changes that we want to make, the goals we're working towards, um, big, small, whatever, whatever they are to you, it's just something that you work towards. And, and, you know, here's, here's an example of, Hey, you started this one thing and who knows where it's going to lead. And five years later, half marathons. And now, you know, it's chomping at the bit to get back to, to running races again, uh, when, when we can do so safely. So it's, it's just a, a, a thing that I, again, I think a lot of us can relate to, but it's easy to lose sight of when we get you know caught up into where we are now and what the next goal is and kind of appreciating the journey a little bit for what it, what it has been. Yeah, no, absolutely. And, and, and that's where, you know, folks would ask that, you know, we, when you don't see someone for a while and someone has lost weight, obviously it's very noticeable. Mm-hmm. And I'd have people ask me, it's like, well, but did you go on a, what did you do? Did you, like I, I changed my lifestyle. Right. I stopped eating as much and I got my butt off the couch and actually moved around a little bit. And it's, I, you know, I don't mean to say it's that simple, but right. it really is that simple. There's no magic pill or magic um, uh, spell or, or, mm-hmm. or what have you that you can do. It's a process. And it, it truly was a lifestyle change. And, and it, as you mentioned, it's just that that long-term commitment and, and progression, it, it really is, it's like a marathon, right? Mm-hmm. It's not a sprint. Right. Absolutely not. It, it's a, it's a, it, it is a, it is a long-term um, commitment and it's, it's great to look back on that and see some of the data and see the change and, and go, wow, that like, I can't believe um, that, that this is where I'm at today. And, mm-hmm. and, and a lot of, and, and there's a lot of people that, you know, whether it's running weight loss or what have you, 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 you know, it's, it's, it's good to do that once in a while and look back and say, okay, this is, this is where I was and this is where I'm at. And, and maybe you're not where you want to be then. Okay. That mm-hmm. It happens. So right. what do you do to, you, you can't change that. So what do you do to, to, to correct that going forward? And in hindsight, I wish I would have gotten into this sport years ago. I was in my late forties when I, when I started and I look at back and I go, gosh, all that time mm-hmm. I could have done I could have been racing more and I could have been running more, but I, I didn't. I can't change that now. So all I can change is 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 going forward. Right. Right. Well it's yeah, and it goes back to that the old uh I think it's Chinese proverb or, or whatever the, the saying of you know that the best time to plant a tree was 20 years ago and the second best time is right now it's like it, there's right. sure sure yeah we would have been if we didn't plant it 20 years ago it'd been great to plant it 15 years ago 10 years ago whatever like you know it'd been great to have started earlier but you can't go back and change it so you, you can beat yourself up for it and, and hem and haw and what have you know could have should have woulda 
or you can, like you said, look forward and, and keep, uh, you know, keep working towards the next thing and, and, um, keep, you know, setting new goals and working towards those so that, you know, another five years from now, you're not going, well, why did, why didn't I do this when I had the chance in, in 2020 or 2021 or whatever the case might be. So, uh, you mentioned a little bit there, Jerry, that, uh, you know, getting, being antsy, not, maybe not being antsy, but, but looking forward, being excited about getting back into racing again at some point. And like a lot of folks, uh, you know, 2020, uh, for, for, a number of reasons, maybe the least, least, you know, life threatening or not life threatening. That's a poor choice of words given where we are right now. But, um, you know, the least dramatic impact on our lives is that races got canceled. Like, there's a lot of other things more important, uh, and, and more serious, uh, that have been impacted because of COVID-19. But when it comes to, to your running and, and you know, your, your plans that you had for this year, assuming you had some races planned, things like that. Um, how have you, how have you, kind of adjusted because we've all had to adjust, you know, we've all had to, to make changes and maybe not run with friends as much or whatever the case might be. But, um, how has, how has, you know, your running been impacted by the, uh, the COVID situation that, uh, that we are still dealing with and, and who knows how long, how much longer it's going to be uh, a major factor, but you know, until it is, uh, you know, how is, how is your running kind of changed this year? Um, really it's the less races, obviously, mm-hmm. as, as you mentioned, but, um, I, I, I've, Probably, if if I'm being honest about it, I think it's impacted my training more positively because I'm running less races. Mm. Um, I've been more consistent. Um, I've been fortunate that I've my job uh, converted pretty quickly to work from home 100%. So I was able to, you know, fortunately, it, it, you know, was able to continue working. And uh, was able to just work from home, mm-hmm. which saved me roughly about an hour and a half to an hour and 45 minutes a day mm-hmm. in commute time. Right. So that time I, I, I've been able to use, <clears throat> excuse me, to, to um, be a little more consistent with my, with my training, um, not having as many 5Ks as I still like to run the 5K um, and, and not having those those races on the, on the calendar on the weekends has really allowed me to be more, um, consistent in, in, in my training and then doing more of the little things, um, trying to do more, uh, foam rolling. I've, I've added strength training this year where in the past it was one of those with races like, well, I don't want to do strength Mm. training this week. I've got a race this weekend and you put it off, you put it off. So it, it's actually probably helped my training a little bit of, because of the, you know, the not, not having a commute and being mm-hmm. a little more consistent. Um, and I've, I've done some virtual races. Um, I found that the distance races, I know you did the, uh, the virtual one across Tennessee. There was one that was across the upper peninsula of Michigan mm-hmm. that I did. Um, having those, distance virtual races has helped keep me more consistent with training too, Mm -hmm. because it's not just go out and run a 10 K and load your time on the website and you're done. It's more, okay, you're going to run 500 miles over this period of time. And so you're not, you're not obviously going to run that in one day. Mm -hmm. I've, I've, I've tried to utilize several virtual races to, to help with that and, and kind of keep me on, on track with that. But just adding some of those, some of those little things of strength training, Without the commute, I get a little more sleep, which is beneficial. Right. Um, and so I've tried to to, to really focus and, and, and use it as a positive, mm-hmm. um, despite the all the other 
downsides that have that have come with COVID. And like you said, the, the losing the races is the least of the uh, of of the issues and concerns because obviously there's 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 a larger impact right. um, than races. So right. yeah, it's it's. Uh, I'm glad that you've been able to you know for pardon the the, the t- terrible metaphor, but to turn the turn the lemons into lemonade a little bit and and. Um, you know, it is, it is one of those things where I know I'm always talking about, or at least always thinking like, gosh, I, I could really use another couple hours in the day some days to just get, get some things done, you know, do a little bit more work or do a little bit more of, of the foam rolling or get a, all the things like there's, there's never enough hours. And, uh, yeah, when you can, when you can eliminate uh, a commute each, each day, um, that, that totals, you know, almost, you know, an hour and a half to two hours a day. Yeah. That's, that's a pretty good way to get, uh, to get a little bit more time in your day and to be able to, to check a few more things off the old list. So, uh, yeah, being able to, to use that a little bit more is, is good. Um, do you have races that you're kind of looking forward to, or are you, are you one of those that's kind of in the, the stage of like, eh, I'm not going to get my hopes up too much until like races really start happening. Then I'll, I'll start making plans. Or do you kind of have some, some things in, in your sights for next year? Well, I, I actually I, I have one on the calendar. I, w- I actually was supposed to run in the uh, Washington, D.C. Uh, Cherry mm-hmm. Blossom 10 mile this year, which was obviously canceled. Mm-hmm. Um, I deferred that to next year. So that right now is still on the calendar. Um, we'll see mm-hmm. in April whether or not a race of that size will will be able right. to to go live. Um, but I'm, I'm I'm kind of in the middle on that. Um uh, to be honest with you, on the one hand, I'm not in any hurry to get back in a big, huge crowd and right. be around folks with the current situation being as it is. Mm-hmm. Um, but on the other hand, there there is that part of me that it's like, well, you know, maybe a smaller race. You know, right. there, there's still that there's still that draw there. So, um, other than the the cherry blossom that I got deferred. Uh, for 2021, I have nothing planned. There are some races that I, I typically run every year that if they're going live and we're, in a, we're, we're at a point where mm-hmm. I feel comfortable doing them, then, right. then I will. Um, but, but other than that, I, I don't have anything for sure. Um, unfortunately, it was one of the, 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 the things with um, destination races uh, in my head, and, and, and I don't know if it's just me, but to travel someplace to run a 5K, I, it didn't make mm-hmm. sense to me. I'm like, mm-hmm. why would you, you know, spend all that money and travel to, you know, wherever to run 3.1 miles? But half marathon, I'm like, oh, I can justify that. That makes more sense. <laughs> <laughs> and again, I don't know if that's just me or or if that's that's a common thing. But like you said, the, my first half was on Mackinac Island, so we traveled there. We were going to go to D.C. for the uh, uh, Cherry Blossom uh, mm-hmm. run, and then started to look at, okay, this is kind of cool. We can travel, we can go places, we can see different things, and then I can run while I'm there, mm-hmm. and I can run in different places. And that that was really exciting. So that's kind of been um, yeah, the, the, the bummer as well, is because all that's obviously on hold right now. Um, you start add, adding travel into the race, and, and it just it adds more complications mm-hmm. to you know our current environment. So just really look forward to when we can get past this and, and get back right. to some sort sense of normalcy. 
Right. Um, speaking of, of travel, is that something that you've done much in the past of traveling and, and running different places? I feel like you have, cause I feel like a lot of those are some of the posts that have been in the Facebook group of like, Hey, I'm, I'm here and I'm there and, and wherever different, some different places. But, um, have you, have you been able to kind of, you know, get some runs in uh, over travel, you know, obviously before, before this year, but has that been something you've done, done a bit of? Well, it was, it was really only, uh, last year was, was okay. incredible, um, from, from a travel, um, and, and running perspective. Um, they weren't necessarily races, but we had, um, um, opportunity. Uh, my wife uh, had won a trip through her employer at the time to Hawaii. Mm. Um, it was a, uh, it wasn't even a full week, but it's like, wow, I'm on Hawaii. I'm like, I've got to run while I'm out here. Are you kidding me? <laughs> um, so that was one of them. And we had a trip, um, a family trip planned to Boston that, uh, uh, we had planned. So I'm like, well, of course I'm going to run when I'm in Boston. Why wouldn't you run when you're in Boston? And on the way back, we, we drove. So on the way back, um, to Detroit, we cut through Canada, stopped in Niagara Falls. I'm like, well, I'm at Niagara Falls. I'm going to write. <laughs> so it wasn't necessarily, um, uh, traveling for races, but it was just, I'm here and, and I do enjoy running in different areas and it, you know, running that same route every day or having the variation. It, 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 I, I don't want to say it gets boring, but it, it just get, it gets a little old at times. So having that opportunity to run someplace, and that's the best way to see someplace new is, is running it versus driving through it. Cause obviously you're going much slower. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was a lot of, of, of the, really most of my travel, uh, in 2019, gotcha. um, was, was really more, uh, uh, personal vacation and not necessarily destination racing per se. Yeah, but there's there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, you know, it's, it's it, you're traveling, like you said, it's, it, and I totally agree. It's a great way to see a different part of the country or a, a city or you know wherever it is that, that you happen to be, um, and and yeah, you know, like get out and enjoy it, get some fresh air, stretch the legs. Like there's nothing nothing wrong with that. Like you know, I, I and I do think sometimes we get maybe. Um, I don't want to say caught up in it, but like, you know, the idea of, of the destination races is great, but just, you know, traveling and running, like that's not bad either. That's not a bad way to to spend part of your vacation is to get a few miles in wherever you happen to be. Yep. Absolutely. So as we're, uh, you know, starting to not quite wrapping up, but starting to get, uh, get close to, to that phase. Um, just curious, and, and and I don't know of anything that that uh, I'm getting here, so I'm just poking and see if there's anything here. But um, you know, from from the sounds of the timeline, it sounds like things have gone pretty. I don't want to say like it's been smooth sailing. There's never been any little hiccups along the way, but you know, pretty steady progression, and and things have gone well, and you've really enjoyed it. Uh, you know, getting into the sport and the competitive side of things and racing and whatnot. Uh, but have there have there been some some rough patches over the last five or six years when it when it comes to your running, or has it really been, you know, for all for you know, lack of a better way of saying it, pretty uh pretty idyllic? No, I wish it was. No, there, <laughs> um, there, there actually there there were a couple. Um, I, I've I've been, um, I I don't want to say struggling with, but I've had to be very conscious of, um, issues with my knees. Mm. And I think, um, some of it has to do with, uh, the, the extra weight I carried for years and, um, uh, the, 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 um, pounding, uh, I run a lot on the road. Mm -hmm. So there, I don't, there, there are some trails by the house. I do run on them on occasion, but most of my running is on the road. Um, prior to um, the first half I ran, it was probably about two months out. I was on a long run, was feeling great. 
was coming up back toward the house and decided, you know, it was another one of those situations where I looked down at the watch and I'm like, oh, I'm at X miles. I feel real good today. I could do another mile. So I kind of cut through and added some additional um, mileage. And of course, felt a sharp pain in my knee, kind of went away. And then every once in a while it would, you know, you, you'd feel it. And of course, instead of stopping, I kept going because it didn't hurt every <laughs> of single course. time. Right. I, if it's know. not if it's not hurting every single time, it's, it must not be real. It, it, exactly. <laughs> it, it, you know. So continued, finished my run. Of course, the knee swelled up like a uh, size of a watermelon the next day. Mm. Like, great. Here I am. I signed up for my first half marathon. Um, you know, it's like this is this is awful. So fortunately, there was no. I didn't have any structural damage, but um, just based on my age. Um, the, the, the abuse my knees were put through, uh, for years, uh, when I, when I wasn't taking care of myself, um, got arthritis that has started to set in. I've actually, um, uh, both my knees, they snap, crackle and pop going up and downstairs. Um, I think it's called uh, crepitus, I mm-hmm. believe is how you pronounce it. Yep. So, um, I had to life lesson learn the hard way. Mm-hmm. Had to back down, you know, take 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 the time off training for the, you know my first half. Completely shut it down, then started back up again. Had to really watch and be careful um, about you know the how much I pushed it because I obviously wanted to get through that race. Um, and and fortunately, I was able to to get through it. Um, last uh, fall. I ran the Detroit International Half Marathon. Two weeks out, same thing happened in the other knee. Mm. And here I am two weeks out. So my taper was like shut down. Right. Um, did not run at all until morning of for my, you know, to get warmed up and test it out to see whether or not I was going to be able to go. So I, I we actually ended up, um, uh, we live in a suburb north of the city. Mm-hmm. We ended up uh, uh, staying downtown. Um, had a, uh, got a room downtown, so we didn't have to get up as early, and still had a you know had a place to go to after the race. So all this was going on, and I didn't even know if I was going to be able to run. Wow. And so we get up that morning and go out to test it, and I'm like, okay, it's doesn't hurt, mm-hmm. but here I am, you know, not not running for two weeks. I, I felt it. Um, in, in that race, but unfortunately, that it, it's not been smooth sailing. But what I was able to, what 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 it's helped me do today is it's 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 changed my training, understanding where uh, what where I'm at and what my physical limitations are. I run only four days a week, so I only do one where I do back to back. Typically, rarely ever do three days in a row anymore. Um, a lot more um, preventative with. Um, Again, adding the strength training, mm-hmm. a little more stretching and foam rolling, um, icing my knees after runs, um, things like that, just to just to make sure that you know I, I don't want to be in that situation again because that 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 is an awful feeling to have all that yeah. training and time and and that invested in a race and not knowing whether or not you're going to be able to run it until that right. morning and thinking you know we might have just come down here and spent the night and and to to watch right. Um, so yeah, it, it hasn't been all smooth sailing, um, but those are the, those are the kind of things that everyone at some point goes through those things, and it's really, you know, it's, it's how you deal with them, it's what you learn from them, what you take from it, to 
avoid or to make those situations less likely to occur in the future or, or, or to be able to deal with them. Because unfortunately, life isn't all a smooth pass and, and it's not everybody just doesn't progress from A to B in a straight line. Mm-hmm. There's um, potholes and, and, and dips along the way. And, and those are the kind of things that, that everyone deals with at some point in their life, whether it's running or, or in, in their career or what have you. Yeah, to- totally agree. And, and um, I think that, that to me, what stood out from that, obviously glad that you're, you know, that, that it worked out that you're able to just still run the race and didn't, you know, di- didn't break down over in Windsor or something like that. And have to, <laughs> you have to get, uh, create an international situation because uh, the knee gave out when you're on the other side of the uh, other side of the river. But, um, you know, the, the fact that you said that you kind of had to adjust training a little bit. And I think that sometimes, um, that can be a tough pill for, for folks to swallow, to, to say that, Hey, you know, like, uh, maybe I need to run whatever, whatever it might be, fewer days, or I need to, to make sure that there's always a recovery day, or, um, you know, maybe I can, I can still keep the same number of mileage, but not do it on back to back days. So my, my runs might be a little bit longer each run, um, or maybe they need to be shorter or whatever, but, but just being willing to go, Hey, you know, like this has happened a couple times now, maybe this is not just a, a fluky situation, but something that I need to be proactive about doing so that, you know, I, I think speaking for most of us, like we want to keep doing this for the foreseeable future. You know, I, I've said before, I'd, I'd like to keep running until they put me in, into the ground. Right. So like, you know, I, I don't want to push myself when I'm, you know, 38, 45, 51, whatever, um, to where I break and now I can't run anymore, you know? So, um, uh, being willing to, to recognize that like, Hey, you know, this might be not working or whatever playing, you know, experimenting, trying different things, um, is, is key. I think, uh, to our continued ability to be able to enjoy the sport. So glad that long winded way of saying as per usual, that, that I'm glad you were able to kind of figure that out with something that was quote unquote, nothing more serious than uh, a couple weeks before the race of, I don't know if I'm be able to do this or not, and then implement those changes. And now hopefully, you know, fingers crossed, knock on wood, whatever, uh, going forward, the knees are going to be as, as, uh, cooperative as they can be. And, and, you know, we won't have any of these big, uh, big potential issues that, that crop up in your future. Right. No, and, and as a matter of fact, the uh, Detroit um, International or the Detroit Marathon, um, it's a week from obviously the day we're, we're um, recording. Um, and I've stayed, like I said, I've, I've, I've been pretty consistent with my training um, uh, throughout the summer, had no issues with the knees this year. And so I, I definitely know that, that what I've done and the adjustments I've had to make are definitely helping um, now, granted, I'm not training like I'm trying to run this mm-hmm. race as a as a PR, obviously, but um, I'm I'm still, you know, consistently getting my mileage baseline where uh, weekly is is where it would be anyway for for right. um, the half marathon training. So yeah, definitely, definitely, that's what I found works for me. And like you said, it you know everybody it, things can work differently, and 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 trying that out and and seeing there's not. And I know you say this all the time. There's not one clear plan. There's not mm-hmm. one clear path to a goal, whether it be running or anything. So um, it, it definitely, unfortunately, again, those are the kind of life lessons you learn sometimes the hard way. Right. 
Oh yeah. I mean, I, I wish I, all the lessons that I've learned the hard way that I was warned about or in, instructed about, or, you know, had, had heard about beforehand. Um, I, I wish I would have paid attention to those, but you know, I mean, we always think, you know, well, I'm the exception to the rule, right? Like, right. like, right. Oh yeah, if this is 99% of, of the, the time, you know, well, I'm the 1%. So like, whatever, I'll be, right. I'll be just fine. And, and lo and behold, uh, more often than not, we're not the 1%. Like, like we're, we're just like everybody else in, in a lot of, of, of instances. And we all have our, our breaking points or we all have our limits or we all have our, our things that uh, are, are asking too much. And sometimes you got to cross that, that line a little bit and uh, hopefully get nothing more than the, the proverbial slap on the wrist um, as opposed to something more serious than that. But yeah, you gotta, sometimes you just got to learn the lessons the hard way. And, and the key, of course, is learning the lesson and not keep having to relearn that lesson over and over, which sounds like maybe twice for you. But you know, I, I could see the first time, oh, maybe it's just a fluke. I don't know. The second time, all right, changes need to be made. You make the changes um, and now you know, feeling good and hopefully staying that way for a while. Right, exactly. So as we're uh, getting to about to that point, Jerry, gotta you know, as you know, you know, you know that first question's coming. You know, there's something philosophical here at the end too. So we're not going to let you off the hook without uh, without one of these open ended uh, kind of philosophical type of questions. Uh, and it would just be curious, you know, in the in the, the the last five plus years that you've been you know running and 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 going from you know a, a mile or so or. A, a minute or so on the treadmill to, to run in half marathons and, and who knows what the future might hold beyond that. Um, curious what, what you've uh, learned about yourself. What is, you know, the, the, the teacher of running, what is, what has running taught you about yourself uh, in, in your time in the sport and, and, you know, maybe you, you never know, but maybe lessons you never would have learned had you not, uh, you know, gotten that Fitbit and gotten started uh, you know, with changing your life and, and, and improving your, your, your overall health and fitness. Wow, that is, that is a philosophical question. That's a good question. <laughs> um, I, I think really what I've learned is what I'm capable of. And it was capable of so much more than I ever thought I was, obviously. And, you know, like you said, running a minute on a treadmill that, that to, to where I'm at today and to be able to continue and not just do it for a short period of time, like I had previously where I'd go, you know, two weeks, a month of, you know, starting to, uh, run or walk or whatever it, it was, the situation where I'd, I'd get back into trying to, to live a healthier lifestyle, but to see the, the progression over time and to see what, what I've actually accomplished and to think back. And, I, and like I said, I just, I, I, I sometimes look back and go, wow, I can't, I, I, I sometimes can't believe that I was able to do that, mm -hmm. but I did. And if I can, anybody can. And just that fear I had of, okay, I've been through this before where, yeah, I would start working out for two months and then it would fall off that, that fear of going back to that. It kept me down that path and really looking back and just saying, wow, that, people can accomplish amazing things. Mm -hmm. And, 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 and looking back at it and seeing that is, I, I think that's really for me, like I, I, I am, am surprised at what I was able to, what I can accomplish and, and what I was able to accomplish. And, and, and that is, there's just, I think people don't realize the potential that they have sometimes. Mm -hmm. And I, I think we do have that potential and it's really about whether or not you want it and how much you want it. And, and it, for me, it just, it, something just clicked and that, and I was able to get to where I'm at today and absolutely love it. Like I said, I did, 
wish I would have done a lot sooner in life, but can't change that. Here I am now. So where do I go from here and how do I continue down this Mm -hmm. path? And that's, that's the name of the game, right? Continuing to, to learn more, continue to, to, uh, amaze yourself at what you can accomplish in the next, you know, three, five, 10, 15, 20 years down the road. Uh, you just keep, you know, keep taking it one day, one mile, one step at a time and, uh, no, no limits to it. So, uh, great, great thoughts, Jerry. And, and, uh, thank you for, for sharing that. And once again, guys, if you want to connect with Jerry, if you haven't done so already, the, the, the social media is on, on, well, Instagram, Facebook, Strava, pretty much all the same and all, all his name, you know, he's got, you know, one thing about having a, uh, a, a, I don't want to say unique name, uh, but, but not a, not a Smith, not a Jones, not a things like that is that, you know, you can get, you can get your name on anything that you want anytime you want. Cause nobody else has it. And, uh, it's Jerry Pre- and I'm going to, now I'm going to screw it up, but I, I, I'm not going to screw it up cause I'm going to stop myself before I screw it up and say it right. Jerry Prezwara, uh, J E R R Y P R Z Y W A R A. Uh, as per usual, like I said, we'll have everything linked up in the show notes, disruns.com slash eight, eight, six. If you want to connect with Jerry on any of the places, uh, and you're not quite sure how to spell the name, you'll, you'll be forgiven. Uh, we'll have it linked so you don't have to worry about it. Uh, disruns.com slash eight, eight, six. So, uh, Jerry, thank you, uh, for, for taking the time to, to chat with us today and to share a bit about your story, uh, and, and appreciate all your contributions to the group and, and all that good stuff. And I uh, certainly looking forward to, uh, you know, continuing to stay in touch, maybe ask, answering a question once in a while when you've got one. And uh, certainly wish you nothing but the best going forward, my friend. Thank you, Denny. Appreciate it. All right, guys. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to today's episode of the show. Hope that you enjoyed the conversation between Jerry and myself. And as per usual, we'd be curious to know what stood out to to you from today's episode. What was your takeaway from the conversation today? Um, For me, it was the first thing I wrote down. Uh, So it was from kind of the early part of the the conversation. But uh, it really... I think that it's one of those things that, at least for me, I can see a bunch of a bunch of layers to this takeaway, and that was when Jerry was talking about uh, kind of looking at the numbers and really tracking. You know, he got, he said he got his his Fitbit, started tracking, you know, what he was eating, the amount of calories burning, seeing the the disparity there, and and obviously made some changes on that front to to lose some weight, get his health under under you know on the right track, and look at where we are today, and and. You know, from from what I took away from that that part of the conversation, it was looking at the numbers really was the reality check for him, or really was that that catalyst to get him to you know, like he said, off the couch, start to take action. And I think for for myself, and maybe for for some of us as runners, um, you know, sometimes we 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 don't keep as close a track of how things are going as we sh- as maybe not as we should, but as could be maximally beneficial. Meaning, I think sometimes maybe maybe I've been guilty. Let me stop saying we. I think sometimes I've been, I don't know if guilty is the right word, but I've I've assumed that you know I was I was doing more than I was actually doing. I was assuming that oh yeah I'm running you know six days a week, five days a week, whatever. Like I'm getting plenty of miles. But then you know when I add up the the mileage at the end of each week, it's like well gosh I'm um you know only being relative of course, but like I'm I'm only getting you know, 28 miles or 30 miles, but I'm, even though I'm running five days a week, well, well, yeah, each of those, those days I was, I was running two to three miles. Not that there's anything wrong with that, but you know, I had it in my mind and this has been a few years ago, but I had it in my mind that like, I'm running five days a week. Like what, what more can I do? I mean, I guess I could run six or seven days, but like I'm running a lot. Well, I was running a lot of frequent, you know, frequently, um, but I wasn't running as much of a volume. So being aware of those numbers, maybe that's a, a simple number, but maybe it's, it's something as far as like, 
not keeping as close a track to your to your heart rate or to the speed different speed zones or different effort levels. Um, I think that just sometimes, again, for myself, um, it's it's easy to to assume that things are right that that thinking that yeah, I'm doing what I need to be doing, but maybe I should take a little bit deeper look at my numbers once in a while because I'm not a big you know contrary to what you may think. Although I, I think I'm pretty clear about this, like I don't I don't dive into the data that much. I, I really don't. You know, I've got I've got the watch that tracks a lot of the things, and I'm just like, what's my heart rate? That's really all I care about. Heart rate and distance, like that's all I care about. Well, maybe, just maybe, for me to get to some of the places I want to go, maybe looking at some of those numbers, tracking some of those numbers, um, keeping track of when I'm doing workouts or, or how infrequently I'm doing workouts, uh, maybe that stuff would be valuable to me. So it was just that was just kind of the takeaway for me from this episode is that you know I, I think that that sometimes I'm afraid for myself and for others that too much data, too many numbers. And it's just kind of can become overwhelming and you just kind of go, ah, like whatever. I don't even care anymore. Um, which is kind of where I am. Like not because of too many numbers. I just like, I'm not, I don't care about oscillation and power and all of these things. Well, maybe I should, you know, cause, because sometimes you can spot a trend by looking at the numbers once in a while. You can, you can recognize that what, what you think you're doing and what you're actually doing may not be the same thing. And so, uh, this was just a little, a little nudge from Jerry, whether he meant it or not, a little judge from, from him to make me maybe take a rethink my position on how much data is enough data. Um, and maybe that I should track a few more things, even if I'm not, you know, super, uh, freaked out about outliers or, or whatnot, just to have the information and be able to, to keep an eye on trends could be useful, could be useful going forward. So, uh, I don't know. That was my thought. That was my takeaway. Uh, lots of other options as well, of course, as, as there usually is. So what, what was it for you? What stood out to you from today's episode? Was it, was it, numbers related? Was it a certain story? Uh, what was it for you? Uh, let me know at Dizruns on Twitter, at Dizruns on Instagram. You can also send an email, of course, to Dizruns at gmail.com. And you can also, as if the, as if you needed another option, you can also point your browser over to Dizruns.com slash 886, which will take you back to the show notes today. Uh, as per usual, we've got photos, links, Cliff's notes, or Ellen's, I guess, should we call them Ellen's notes instead of Cliff's notes? Because Cliff ain't writing them. Ellen is. Thanks to Ellen. Shout out to her for all the work she does and putting the, the show notes together. You can you can definitely go check that out. Uh, read through that stuff. Uh, I mean, it's it's just a synopsis of what we talked about, but you know, kind of can be a nice little little uh, thing to to supplement your listening experience. But also in there, in addition to the links and the photos, we've got the comment section down at the bottom of the page. Of course, you knew I was going to say that. You knew I was going to get there eventually. Got that comment bar. You can leave your thoughts, feedbacks, takeaways down there. And uh, who knows, maybe that sparks a little conversation. Certainly between me and you, maybe between others can join in there as well. So that is it for today. Uh, one last time, if, you, if I can help you as a coach, it would be my honor at whatever level makes sense for you. I mean, I, I recognize, as I've said before, as it says on the website, coaching is a, is a luxury. It's a, it's a want and not a need. Um, but sometimes, uh, you know, even just simple, simple as a phone call or shoot, shoot me an email. You know, if you got something simple, shoot me or not, not something simple, but not something that we need to go back and forth on, you know, a, a thousand times. Cause I, I'm not going to play that game. That, that's where a phone call makes sense. But if it's just, Hey, do you think a or B shoot me an email? I'm happy to do that. Or whatever other levels might be right for you from the training plan to the coterie to one-to-one to, I don't know if there's something else that makes sense, let me know and we'll make it make sense. Uh, but disruns.com slash coaching is where you can find all of the information of what's available right now. Again, there might be some subtleties that need to be, that, that are in the process of being edited and, and uh, updated as we go. Uh, but the, the main stuff is, is still accurate. 
And of course, you can always let me let me know if you have any questions or concerns on anything related to the coaching stuff. Um, as I've said before, I'll say it again. I'm not a hard seller. Uh, in case you can't tell from the podcast, I'm not a hard seller. I'll answer your questions. And then you can say, yeah, you know what? I don't think this is right for me. Cool. I'm not going to keep hammering you, pestering you, shooting you emails, sending you, sliding into your DMs. Like, hey, I'm not playing that game. You're an adult. If, if you have a question, here's an answer. My, you know, from one adult to another, you decide what's right for you. And if coaching is something that might be useful for you, again, let me know. Dizruns.com slash coaching. And now, without any further ado, let's officially pull this this old ship into the old harbor. Uh, y'all, thank you for listening. Appreciate your, your attention. As always, appreciate you taking me with you wherever we went today. Out on the roads, out on the trails, running some errands, doing the dishes, whatever it is. Uh, it's, it's been a pleasure to join you. And uh, hope that you'll let me accompany you again in the not-too-distant future. But until then, y'all, please be well. Take good care. Thanks again for listening. And uh, we'll talk soon, all right? See you guys.